In a world where sports rule the airways, there are two who dare to break from the norm. It's time for the Movie Zone, starring Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot. Now playing on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The end of July, the end of the seventh month of 2021, Johnny Lightfoot. We are seven months through this year. It's gone by really quick. Has it? It has for me. I still it, feels like it should be March. It does feel a little bit uh, January-ish again. You know what that means, though? We're getting closer we to the cold season. We're getting close <laughs> to the cold. Not, and when I say cold, I mean weather. Yeah, look, we, uh, we kind of celebrated last week here on the show about things getting back to normal, and that was our mistake. So, Well, they still are, just not in our state. Our state's like normal. Everywhere else has changed. Yeah, so... We live uh, in our bubble. But, but, <laughs> but, but uh, please, please do what you're supposed to do. All right. It's movie time, which I, I just ran into our old friend, Kristen Kenny downstairs. Oh, cool. uh, and uh, she was here working with her, her gig at Vivint, shooting a promotion of some kind. And we were chatting, and she and I have had a professional relationship for years. Sure. Since she got to the market. And uh, yet she had no idea that the movie zone existed. What? So shame, shame on Kristen Kenny for, but welcome to the show. How do she they said not she'll know? never miss another one. So. Our Twitter says it's the best one-hour show on the radio. How did she not know? <laughs> the Zo- At Zone Sports Net says, and then quote, mm-hmm. best movie hour on radio, close quote. I'm saying, I think it says best radio for one-hour radio. <laughs> per, you know, it doesn't just specifically say movies. Okay. Well, uh, Kristen, welcome to the show, and welcome to 2021. <laughs> it's it's been, she was so she was so uh, apologetic. Like, nah, it's okay. You've been a bit busy. She's she's usually uh, working doing jazz games at that time anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you are like Kristen Kenny, new to the show, welcome. We're excited to have you along. Uh, and if you're an old uh, hat, welcome back. Thanks for keeping us on the air. Thanks for sticking with us. We must be doing something right. Like our guy <laughs> uh, Brandon, who uh, constantly. Uh, answers our poll questions, and then apparently, I've been told, shares the poll question on Cougar Board. Really? <laughs> Thank you. Sends it out on Cougar Board every week. I don't now, know. is that for BYU Cougars? It, it, yeah. It's okay, the, I just want to make sure we're talking about the same thing here. It's the, uh, the fa- it's like Ute, utefans.net. It's the, it's the BYU version of that. It's a fan forum. Cougar, Cougar Board could be a whole different thing. <laughs> It could. Uh, and, and maybe we're on that one, too. But uh, we are excited for everyone to be part of the show. How you been, Johnny? You good? I am great, man. I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm digging all the new movies coming out. I've went and seen a few of them. And yeah, uh, I, I saw it. you saw G.I. Joe's Snake Eyes. I did see Snake Eyes. And I and saw your <laughs> Facebook post about it. Yeah, it's the best G.I. Joe movie. Uh-huh. And I know some people responded with, that's not saying much. And part and of me was, was on purpose. Part of me was kind of saying that, yeah. but also it's it's a popcorn movie. It's fun, lots of fight scenes, and they have basically taken the whole GI Joe premise of what we knew from Snake Eyes and just blown it up and started over with that. Yeah. And I I like it. I think they did a great job. Did you ever see the full uh, more, the Mortal Kombat that just came out? I did. Was this better or worse than that? A little better. Really? Not not by much, but a little better. Because I thought that movie was pretty good. Yeah, this was this was maybe, if we were scaling by five-point increments, this was maybe five, 
points more better. Five points more better. Yeah. So if it's like if it's if if, if so Mortal, Mortal Kombat was a seven and a half, this is an eight. Yeah. Yep. But really, you're thinking four and a half and a five. No, no. Oh. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is probably a good six. Okay. To be totally honest with you, so it's like a fun said, movie. Like we said last week, the GI Joe fans will enjoy this movie. GI Joe fans will enjoy this movie. People who like martial arts will love this movie. Um, if you love the the, the franchise from GI Joe, of course you're going to love it. There was a lot of guys there after the show. That we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> well, now wait a second. The Baroness and Scarlet and Duke, you know, all the, the normal G.I. Joe characters, they should have been doing this during this time. And it's kind of like, no, just it's a great movie. <laughs> just it's chill. a fun movie. <laughs> all right, cool. So there's your Snake Eyes review in full. Great movie. Go fun. Take your kid to it. It's clean. There's one bad word, only one in one the movie. One poop word? One bad word in the movie. So your kids will enjoy it. Plus, what does it rhyme with? Uh, truck. Wow. The biggest of the bigs. Mm-hmm. Wow. But it's so quick and it's in an accent. I, it's in an accent, yes. so it's cool. Yeah, so but... you, uh, I, I, I only picked up on it because my ears tune into that. All right. All right. Let's uh, get into this week's action. Before we tell you what's coming out at uh, your local theaters, including Megaplex, there are four new releases this week. But before we do that, I was in charge this week of the Twitter uh, Movie Zone Movie Showdown. Yes, you were. Uh, someone suggested we call it Movie Night Movie Showdown. Okay. But Don't then we... We, it would have to be Movie Night Movie Zone Movie Showdown, Well, I've which always, I think that's kind of fun to say. I've always referred to it as the Sunday Night Movie Showdown. Uh-huh. The Sunday Night Movie Night Movie Zone Movie Showdown. Yes. Department of Redundancy Department. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, because, uh, in fact, now I can't remember why I sent this out. Oh, because Matt Damon's in a movie coming out this week. Yes, he is. Uh, and so I asked... Which of these Matt Damon movies is the better movie? You can get this every Sunday-ish on Twitter, at Austin Horton, (laughs) at Johnny Lightfoot1, at Zone Sports Net. The uh, two I pitted against each other were Interstellar, which he's in it, so it counts. Yeah, I kind of want to throw you under the bus on this one. He's in it. For how long? Minutes. Maybe minute. He's not even credited in this movie. He was he was a super secret addition to that. He was a cameo that no one knew he was in the movie until they unzipped that body bag. And you're towing not, the it line. It wasn't a body bag. It was a sleep chamber. Kind you're of thing. towing the line here, Austin. So towing inter- the line. Interstellar <laughs> or The Martian. And I had to choose similar genre. Yeah, That's they're the both rules. space movies. Absolutely. Are, them's the rules. So I couldn't do like, uh, I couldn't do Jason Bourne and The Martian. No. No, you couldn't. Well, with 321 votes and a 67% share of those votes, The Martian is this week's winner. I'm shocked. Are you? Only because no one probably even knew he was in Interstellar. That's a that's not true. No, it is too. It's a pretty big moment when you see him. Caleb said this was the hardest poll question we've ever asked. That was sarcastic. Kevin said agreed. A sarcastic. No. The boy, uh, Tum- Mr. Tumnus, said Interstellar doesn't count as a Matt Damon movie, but Interstellar is better. Partly right. He's in the cast. Gravity <laughs> was better than both, says Kirk, and he's been blocked because Gravity's <laughs> maybe the worst movie of all time. Love you, Kirk. All right, so there you go. Your movie zone, movie night, movie zone, movie showdown. Sunday night, movie night, movie zone, movie showdown. Yeah, the Martian was- with a landslide victory. I thought it would be closer. Really? You did? Really? I did. I yeah. uh, The Martian was awesome. It should have won some awards. Oh, Larry Tassoni responded and said, The Martian should have won Best Picture that year. If it comes on TV, I'm stuck there for the next few hours. He's right. I'll watch it. I'll watch it uh, any day, any time oh. of night. It's 
if it's on, I'm there. I love it. I love the fact that he's a wise butt in some of them. That's like, mm-hmm. you know, take that, Neil Armstrong. You know, stuff like that I love. And I just want to simply point out here, I am looking at the cast for uh, Interstellar. <laughs> uh-huh. Casey Affleck is on this list before Matt Damon. But he's on the, he's on, he is cast on there. I don't see, actually, I don't see Matt Damon. What? Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, Jessica Chastain, uh, Mackenzie Foy, Ellen Burstyn, John Lithgow, Timothy Chalmette, David somebody, uh, Colette Wolf, Francis McCarthy, Bill Iron, Andrew. Irwin. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Josh Stewart, Casey Affleck. He's on there. Willem Define. Sat down there by Topher Grace. Oh, boy. Jessica Chastain. In both those movies as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now, pretty see, much playing the same if you would have said, who's the better <laughs> character that Jessica Chastain played, then we've got a full He's question. on the cast, man. I don't know what you want from me. Okay. And uh, they're both space movies. They're both space movies. You're right about that. All right. The reason Matt Damon uh, was our focus of the movie night, Sunday night movie night, movie zone showdown. Uh, we uh, will reveal in a moment because we're going to talk now about the four new movies coming to Megaplex and other local theaters. I just want to point out, Matt Damon is credited on IMDb on here, but his character is Man. No, his last name is Man. M-A-N-N. Gal. Watch no, the it, movie again. It says man. <laughs> I'm just going, hey, it's a man. He plays man. <laughs> That's his last name. He's a man named man. He's just a man. Yes. All right. Uh, coming out this week. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I'm very excited for what will prove to be a cheesy, fun, over-the-top, corny, but adventurous movie still. I agree with you. I'm hoping... Let me rephrase this. Every time I go to Disneyland, mm-hmm. I go on this ride, and every time I get off it, I think, that was stupid. What? And I don't want it to be as the cheesy jokes that the drivers always say. You know what I mean? You're ridiculous because my dream job to this day is still to be paid millions, but also to be paid millions to drive and host a Jungle Cruise boat at Disneyland. Really? Love that gig. You, hey, all you have to do is apply with the other twenty-year-olds at Disneyland, and you're you're good to go. (laughs) I, uh, I, I, that was, and by the way, Larry Tassoni has. uh, He and I were talking about this recently. He has a long history of working at at and in Disney. Sure. And that's like the one job he never did. Was the jungle boat cruise captain? I wonder why. <laughs> you see, but you could do it, and you would be able to make fun jokes. That's yeah, the difference. They don't have to be puns. They're they're bad. Yeah. They're, and and the sad thing is, they're, they're the fun. they're the same puns as since I was six years old when I went to Disneyland. Well, the movie is called Jungle Cruise. It stars Emily Blunt, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Jesse Plemons, who that's kind of funny because he is called Meth Damon. Is he really? Because he looks like Matt Damon on meth. <laughs> oh, no. And Jack Whitehall. Uh, PG-13. Surprised that it's a PG-13. An action-adventure fantasy. The uh, the premise is Dr. Lily Houghton, or Houghton, I don't know, played by Emily Blunt, enlists the aid of wise-cracking skipper Frank Wolf, played there by The Rock, Ugh. to take her down the Amazon in his ramshackle boat. Together, they search for an ancient tree that holds the power to heal a discovery that will obviously change the future of medicine available in IMAX, D-Box Motion, and Dolby Atmos Sound, Jungle Cruise. Again, not going to win any awards. Isn't going to be the best movie ever, you've ever seen. But I think that you'll have a good time if you go with the right expectation. 
I I am excited for it. I do want to see it. I just don't want the those wisecracks. And we've seen a couple of them in the trailers. I get paid to pe- take people out, not bring them back. You know, those type of lines. And I just have the the expectation that this movie may be a little bit like the wise cracking puns on the ride, but I still want to see it because I think it's got legs. I think Disney learned their lesson with the haunted mansion oh, that we can't or, make or tower of terror. Or, right. All yeah. of that. They had a massive hit with their ride pirates, obviously. And I think they're going to try and do the same thing with jungle cruise. And I think the cast is great. I love Emily Blunt. I love everything she does. Uh, I actually do like Dwayne Johnson as an actor. So I do have high hopes. I just don't want too many puns. You might not get too many They're puns. They're not punny anymore. And there's a pun. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, well, I think that if you liked the new Jumanjis, you'll like this one. I think that's a good comparison. Yeah. I really do. And, you know, I did enjoy the new Jumanjis. I did, too. I think they were fun. Um, I think they'll prove to be better than this, but this will be a close... A close comparison. Boy, the Disney's putting a lot of money behind this, so I, I hope they're better than that. Well, that brings us to our poll question this week on Twitter, at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot. Can you name both A, a good movie involving a boat, and B, a bad movie involving a boat? Oh, sure. It can sometimes be the same movie. It very well could be, and you're going to tell me Waterworld. That's a good movie oh, until the end. I thought that's for sure where you were going to go. No. it's a You believe it's a good movie and then it's a bad movie. No, I was going to say Titanic. That's a terrible movie. But it's a good movie, too. It's not. It is. It isn't. It's both. So we'll get your responses in segment two. Hop on Twitter at Austin Horton at Johnny Lightfoot One. All right. Tell Water us about... Waterworld's cool, too. Tell us about The Green Knight. Man, and I know specifically Larry wrote this for me. <laughs> I'm looking at these names and the characters' names, and I'm like, oh, man. They're not that bad. The you Green can do this. The Green Knight, a rated R adventure drama fantasy starring De- Dev Patel, uh-huh. Alicia Vic- Vikander. And Vikander, and Josh. Or Vikander, actually. Yeah. See, we don't even know. And uh, Joel Edgerton. Edgerton. Yeah. See, almost. You know all these people, you just don't know their names. The Green Knight tells the story of Sir Gowens. Gawain. Gosh, see? Larry! He's from <laughs> King Arthur. It's King Arthur's reckless and headstrong nephew who embarks on a daring quest to confront the Green Knight. I'm going to leave that other yeah, extremely I don't know big what word out. Word yeah. anyway. A gigantic emerald green-skinned stranger and tester of men. How do you say this guy's name? Gawain. Contends with ghosts, giants, thieves, and schemes in what becomes a deeper journey to define his character and prove his worth in the eyes of his family and kingdom by facing the ultimate challenger. So... If you're a fan of King Arthur, I think you will like this. And I think if you're not a fan, but enjoy Monty Python, you oh, might watch you this go. and laugh. It's just a bunny rabbit. Because <laughs> this is a serious, uh, obviously, portrayal of these tales. But I can't help but go in my go through my mind the King Arthur sketches from Monty Python. I, I think instantly King Arthur. I mean, a few years ago, they did uh, a King Arthur type story with uh, the guy from Sons of Anarchy, Charlie Hunan. Hunan, yeah. And uh, I liked it. It wasn't a great movie, but I liked it. So I feel this will probably be similar. Well, I'll tell you this much. The Atlantic, a uh, pop culture magazine online yeah, news yeah. Pl- uh, place, they call The Green Knight one of 2021's best movies. Interesting. So uh, it, it I don't... I don't know that I'm immediately rushing out to see this, but that might be a mistake if it turns out to be one of the best movies of 2021. It could be a sleeper, for sure. 
Uh, I just, and I wonder why they haven't done more marketing around it. I don't know. Sometimes those prove to be really good movies, though. A lot of the times they actually do. All right, uh, a rated R drama thriller called Stillwater. Now this is going to be a good move. Starring Matt Damon, Abigail Breslin, and Camille Cotin, or Cotin. A father travels from Oklahoma to France to help his estranged daughter, who is in prison for a murder she claims she didn't commit. Right. A little bit of Taken. A little bit of Taken, a little bit on uh, fire. With a little bit of uh, forensic files, maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Stillwater, uh, a lot of uh, uh, critics are saying this is a really, really good movie. Matt, da- I have one problem with Matt Damon. His movies are either amazing or trash. There's no in-between Matt Damon movie. Did you like We Bought a Farm? No. You didn't? Nope. Trash. What about... Um it was one other one I was thinking of here. Uh, the, the wall or whatever? Yes. Awful. Yes. A where he was a pile. Yeah, where he was a, a ninja, right? Is that the one? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was about the Great Wall of China. Correct. Yeah. But you throw in a Jason Bourne, you throw in the Martian, you throw in Oceans, mm-hmm. you throw in a Goodwill Hunting. What's the one where they made him really small and they put him in a new world? Where they I would... never saw it. I uh, did see that. It was uh, downsized. That's it. And I had high expectations for that movie. I thought this could be really good. It's one of those movies where they showed the best parts in the trailer. You thought it was going to be funny, but it wasn't. That's it was what I more heard. serious. That's why I didn't see it. And, yeah. and it's a brilliant idea, but it's a bad movie. But it's a bad movie. Yeah. So that's my one problem with Damon. Uh, but I'm pretty confident that Stillwater is going to be one of his better movies. This is he's probably he'll probably be nominated for this. I have a feeling. By the way, this Stillwater movie, while it looks really really good and really incredible, it is not without controversy, Johnny. Really? What's what's going on? Well, some believe that it and apparently at the at some point in the movie they make that statement like you see on uh uh, uh Law and Order where it says none of this depiction is based on any real fact or right. story or whatever. Right. But apparently the story is almost a parallel, exact parallel of the Amanda Knox saga where yeah, her roommate okay. was murdered. I remember this. Um, and she went, she was convicted twice by the Italian courts. Wow. Then was later uh, uh, let go and cleared. And there was a thief that was arrested and charged with the murder. Wow. Anyway, okay. Amanda Knox, whether you believe that she was or is completely innocent or not, she had nothing to do with this movie. The victim's family has nothing to do with this movie. Neither, uh, you know, neither party is getting any cut of the profit. Okay. Amanda Knox, and I, and I don't want to read. I don't want to read the whole thread. No, because it's about forty-five tweets. But Amanda Knox uh, has a, a thread out on Twitter that says, "Does my name belong to me? My face? What about my life? My story? Why does my name refer to events I had no hand in?" And I return to these questions because others continue to profit off my name, face, and story without my consent, most recently the film Stillwater. And she goes on and on and on and on. And uh, director Tom McCarthy uh, said that this is loosely based or directly inspired by the Amanda Knox saga in Vanity Fair. Okay. So So the director came out and said that it's loosely based on her. What she's, he said he's in a Vanity Fair piece wherein they say that. And so he, he talks not, about the story. Okay. So that's not his quote. But. Okay. So to, to clear that up. But anyway, she is upset. It sounds like to me that she's not getting any money from this, which is dirty. Right. But I, it does raise an interesting 
dilemma and controversy with this movie. So to, to I'm looking at the IMDb right now for Stillwater, and it doesn't mention her name as the actress. Uh, in fact, the actress I'm assuming they're referring to is uh, Virginie. Virginie? Yeah. Uh, Bill, who Matt Damon is. So to answer the question, they're not using her name, so that's not it. And at, at typically after any movie, there's always that uh, disclaimer that says this is not based on anyone actually living or dead or, you know, that whole thing. Even though but, they're lying. Yeah. But the story, though, that's an interesting part. I remember the Elizabeth Smith, they or Elizabeth Smith, Elizabeth Smart, there's been 30 made-for-TV movies about her saga. Has she, I wonder if she signed off on any Only of those. Only one was okay. official, and it was after she was sick and tired of people telling her story without her involvement. Interesting. Uh, anyway, so while I don't know that I believe Amanda Knox to be 100% innocent, I do think that there should be some kind of, other than just saying, oh, this is just coincidence that it's the exact same story, I feel like there should be some protection for the victim's family here. There should be, and I guess that protection is, and I'm just playing devil's advocate, I'm not saying I agree one way or the other, but not using the names. I mean, in the Elizabeth Smart story, did she sue them all the other 30 times except for the one that she agreed? And I'm sure they used her name in that, right? They did. They did. Um, it's, it's an interesting topic. They, you can get away with it because it wasn't. there were other people involved in those stories. Okay. It was news, right? Yeah. So you get away with But when does news crossing over into entertainment cross mm. the other line of moral obligation to victims and victims' families? That's. Uh, I would have zero problem with this oh, yeah. movie. If the victim who was murdered, if this was her family putting this movie out to somehow uh, heal or cope with or set up processes for others who go through a similar situation. But this is, it appears it's going to be a great movie, but it also appears that it might be Hollywood capitalizing on someone's grief. So I wonder, and I don't know yet, I haven't seen the movie, I wonder if they will put a disclaimer up front or if that would make Amanda Knox happy if they do say loosely based or, as they always say, based on a true story. Yeah, I don't know. I don't so, know either. Uh, well, I haven't seen it. Some believe that there will be. Okay. If there hasn't already been, that they'll put a disclaimer now, but... Then again, if you put a disclaimer, then you're kind of acknowledging that she's well, got you, a point. Well, you're open a, a, opening up a big box right there, yeah. you know, because it can go back and go, well, what about this movie or what about this? It's it's an interesting topic. It'll be curious to follow and see what happens. Uh, so, so far, three movies that I would want to see on the big screen. Absolutely. Tell us about that last one. Black Pink, the movie. If you have to put the movie after the title, isn't that kind <laughs> of... Like, remember the original Star Trek, the motion picture? Maybe yes. you don't. But yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> anyway, Blackpink the Movie, PG, documentary, concert, film. Blackpink the Movie is a film commemorating the fifth anniversary of the debut of the world's biggest global beloved group, Blackpink. It consisting of the four members, uh, let's see, like Jisso, Jenny, Rosa, and Lisa. It's playing at select locations on August 4th and August 8th. So that's coming up next week, in fact. You know, call me crazy. Fifth anniversary of the world's beloved global group. I've never heard of them. Never heard of them at all. Who? Blackpink. Who? What? Now let because you and I know nothing about Blackpink. Right. Let's guess the genre of music before I Google it. Any any guesses? I am going to say based on the names. I'm going to say it's like a boy band kind of thing. And I'm going to say kind of like house 
house music like techno the, a, a little techno like well, who was the band that wore the helmets Devo. Devo. No, not Devo. <laughs> the ones that wore the full face helmet. You're talking about uh, uh, Daft Punk. Thank you, Daft Punk. Yeah. Let's see. Genre of music for Blackpink. Uh, South Korean girl mm-hmm. group. Mm-hmm. Told you. Uh, never heard of them. Probably will never see this movie. I don't even know who they are. So I have no interest. They're pop and EDM sound. So maybe that's why it's only playing two days. Yeah. If you're into South Korean uh, girl bands. But I'll tell you, dude, that is a huge market right now. Huge. South Korean girl bands? Yes. That whole really? that yes, that whole that whole subgenre of like These are the Spice Girls of South Korea. Yeah, and they, they most likely sing in Korean. And there's a there's Yeah, a, I think so. There's a big market for that. There's a few of them that a couple of them, one's called Band Aid. Right? Yeah. Or band made. Sorry, band maids. All girl band out of Jap- out of Japan. Ah. And they, they play hard rock, sing in Japan, but when they go to the chorus, it's in English. The hook is the in hard English. Hard rock? Yes. Oh, I'm there for that. They're really cool. I love hard rock girl bands. Band made. Girl voices were made for hard rock. I agree. I don't know why they don't do more. I agree. Uh, get on board with maybe not Blackpink, but if you have a, a hard rock girl band out there, hit me up. I want to know about them. You should do them as a band of the day. We should. All right, to review, Blackpink the movie comes out next week. Never heard of it. Stillwater comes out this week. Rated R drama story. Matt Damon helps his uh, estranged daughter get out of a tough spot in yep. prison. Yep. The Green Knight, uh, following the story of uh, King Arthur's nephew, Sir Gawain. The Atlantic calls it one of the this year's best movies. And Disney's Jungle Cruise, starring Emily Blunt, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Coming up next, we'll get into our poll question responses. Hop on Twitter. I'm at Austin Horton. Johnny is at Johnny Lightfoot One at Zone Sports Net for the station. Name a good and bad movie involving a boat. A boat. Because of Jungle Cruise. Right. Obviously. A boat. We'll get to your responses and this week's Lesson in Music History of Soundtrack of the Week. Coming up next here on the Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. 97.5, The Zone. This is the Movie Zone. Austin Horton, Johnny Lightfoot. How you doing? I love this sound. I know, it's so cool, right? Great voice, great music. Can't remember the guy's name, though, but you're about to tell us I'm about, about to tell you about the king of swing. <laughs> Louise Leah Prima, also known as the king of swing, born December 7th, 1910, died August 24th, 1978, was an American singer, songwriter, band leader, and trumpeteer. You don't hear that very often. No. While rooted in New Orleans jazz, swing music, and jump blues, Prima touched on various genres throughout his career, Austin. He even formed a seven-piece New Orleans-style jazz band in the late 20s. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Roaring 20s. Fronted a swing combo in the 1930s, a big band group in the 1940s, and he helped popularize jump blues in the late 40s and early to mid-50s before rock and roll took over. He performed frequently as a Vegas lounge act beginning in the 1950s. He was, uh, in January 1961, Prima was invited by 
one Frank Sinatra to perform at the inaugural gala for President JFK. That's right, John F. Wow. Kennedy. And the two played the song Old Black Magic together. Oh, I love that song. Isn't that a great song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in 1967, Prima landed a role in Walt Disney's an- animated feature, The Jungle Book, as the orangutan King Louie. He performed his song, I Want to Be Like You, on the soundtrack, leading to recording two albums with Phil Harris, The Jungle Book and More Jungle Book, and covering all the MC duties and singing the theme song, Winnie the Pooh, in the 1967 album entitled, Happy Birthday, Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) Don't know this one. Never heard of it. All of these, of course, were on Disneyland Records, which I don't think exists anymore. He can be heard on the soundtrack of another cartoon. Wait a second. Disneyland Records doesn't exist? Yeah, not that I know of. Is really? It, isn't it all under a different name now? Oh, it might be just Walt Disney. Yeah, I, so I think it's under a different name. Hmm. He can also be heard on another car, uh, cartoon soundtrack feature, The Man Called Flintstone, and one of Prima's final television appearances. He was a mystery guest on What's My Line in 1970. I've never seen What's My Line. Uh, well, I've seen a clip or two of it. You've seen a clip or two of it. I'm actually surprised they haven't brought this one back yet. You know how they do that kind of resurgence of all the old yeah. ones? This would be a fun one. That would be, yeah. All right, Louis Prima. Uh, some of his other songs I love, Pennies from Heaven. Ah. Uh, sing, Sing, Sing. Yep. Buona Sera. Yep. He's a he's an incredible, incredible singer. And I love the fact and, that... And trumpeter. Yeah. Trumpeteer. Trumpeteer, my bad. I love the fact that, uh, it, as, I, as we just said a minute ago, New Orleans jazz band in the 20s, swing in the 30s, big band in the 40s, and jump blues in the 50s. He kind of covered it all. We need to bring that back, by the way. We need The more. jump blues? Yeah, we need more. Yes, we do. All right, there's soundtrack of the week, of course, because Jungle Cruise is out this week. That's right. You went with a, a Jungle Book theme. I did. Uh, soundtrack of the week. Love it. All right, your time to shine on Twitter at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot1, at Zone Sports Net. Speaking of Jungle Cruise, we asked you this week to name both a good and a bad movie involving a boat. Johnny, you uh, said Titanic. Yeah, that's, be that's both a good, good and bad. Good and bad. Same with Waterworld, good and bad. I tell you, they both land in the bad category from start to finish. Interesting. Daniel says, good, hook, or life aquatic? Ooh, Hook. I've never seen Life Aquatic. You've never seen Life Aquatic? Oh. But Hook is great. Steve Zazu? Bad. I'm going with Overboard, the only Adam Sandler movie I don't like. That's an Adam Sandler movie? That's not Adam Sandler. Maybe the new one. No, still not Adam Sandler. Oh. Honorable mention for good and bad, depending on the viewer, is Open Water 2. Brannon says, good, Jason Bourne's first movie. Okay. Bad, any Jaws movie. Really? Even number one? King of the Blockbuster Summers. Christian goes with uh, good movie, Titanic, bad movie, Poseidon. Not Poseidon's Adventure. The sec- the, the, remake the remake of it, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shaw says Jaws and Waterworld. Jaws is good, Waterworld bad. Okay. M. David Pearls says good boat movie, Italian job. Interesting. Yeah, they're running, they're racing Which those boats one? through the Venice. Which Italian job? Because that's a remake. Uh, probably the probably new the one. newer yeah. one I would think too. And the bad boat movie, according to David, Sharknado. <laughs> Those are so bad they're awesome. Uh, Michael, by the way, David's a, a filmmaker. We got to get him on the show. We need to. Michael says, "Good boat movie, Captain Phillips or All Is Lost." Wow, I love Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips was amazing. Bad boat movie is Forty Seven Meters, the Mandy Moore shark thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Open Water. Same, same movie. Yeah. 
He said, I considered Finding Nemo, but that's a butt in the movie and not a boat. Touch the butt. Papa Dave says, good boat movie, Jaws. Bad boat movie that I'll watch every time I see it's available, though, is Joe vs. the Volcano. That's a fun movie. I haven't seen that in a long time. We may have to do that in throwback at some time. That's a great one. Is that the original Meg Ryan, uh, Tom Hanks pairing? Or was there one before that? I think that was definitely before when Harry, not when Harry met Sally, um, uh, Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, yeah. yeah that yeah, was before yeah. that. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. There's, It's a bad movie, but it's one I reference all the time, like the buzz of the lights yeah. in the office sometimes. We all feel that way sometimes, right? And who hasn't want to put Meg Ryan into a volcano? <laughs> <laughs> uh, including Dennis Quaid, her right, husband. Right, <laughs> Sterling James says, a good boat movie. Oh, yes. U571. Incredible boat movie. Wow. A bad boat movie, Pirates 2. I can get on board with Pirates 2. So the Curse of the Black Pearl is the first one. Dead Man's Locker. Dead Man's Chest. Dead Man's Chest. At uh, World's End. At World's End. Is fourth. The third one is the mermaid one. No, that was the fourth one. Oh. Shallow Tides. And then there's a fifth one. We don't even talk about that yeah. one. All right. Uh, Jay Shy says, a good boat movie. And I thought about this for a moment. I thought he was making a joke but he's right uh the dark night oh yeah there's the bat that boat's moment in that. where yeah. or there's that moment where the prisoners are all on that boat right. oh right yeah. with yeah and it's yeah. gonna one of them's gonna blow up or whatever yeah. yeah a bad boat leak or bad boat movie according to professional sports political since 1884 jay shy the league of extraordinary gentlemen i like that movie i i will watch it's it dumb, but, it's dumb but i'll watch it if it comes on but yeah lyle and I didn't know this movie existed. Lyle says a good boat movie is Speed 2. You didn't know this movie existed? Never heard of it. Oh, it's a flaming pile of whatever. Is Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves still in it? I think Sandra is. But not Keanu? No. Bad boat movie, Pirates of the Caribbean 2, 3, 4, 5, and a good chance 6 and 7, and so forth. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. That, I, just, I jumped. That was Brandon Rust. His bad boat movie. Lyle's bad boat movie was also Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Brandon's good boat movie, Jaws. Yeah. Brayden, bad boat movie, Titanic. Here, here, Brayden. Here, here. <laughs> I, 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 I agree with him, too. Sergeant B-Dub. Quinn says, this is easy. A good boat movie, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men's Chest, which we just talked <laughs> we about. We just see yeah. how. Uh, and according to Quinn, a bad boat movie, all the other Pirates movies. Even I the wonder, first one? I wonder if they messed the name. I think up. he meant the Black Pearl, the Curse I, of the Black Pearl. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, on that, Quinn. yeah. Some guy named Scott Gerard replied. Who? Who? <laughs> and he's absolutely right for the first one. A good boat movie, Hunt for Red October. Finally, someone said that. There's only one problem with it. What's that? Why start in Russian and then move to English? So the, they only did that for one reason, right? If that movie was made today, it's because he can't speak because he's got a Scottish Sean, accent. Sean Connery. But if they did that movie today, I think that whole the whole the Russian part would be in Russian. Uh, well, I'm grateful it's not. I hate subtitles. Yeah. I just wish it, you just either speak with a Russian accent or just do what they all what they do in all in every other movie. The bad people have a British accent, or the the <laughs> the foreign people have a British accent. The Americans have an American accent. So. uh one ping only. <laughs> that was my Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty says a bad boat movie is Speed 2. Yeah. With honorable mention Under Siege. I've seen neither of yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy Hesterman, former 
producer at 1320 KFAN, now a big deal up on the hill. Nice. Says, good boat movie, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Bad boy. Bad boat movie, all other Pirates movies. Yeah, I kind of agree. Preston sends in a gif of, what about Bob, I'm sailing? <laughs> right. I assume that means a good boat movie. Yeah. Well, he, what about Bob is a great movie, no matter what. BYU Freak. Sends in for a good boat movie, a movie that Jake Scott told me about years ago that I love. It's so dang funny. Down Periscope. Oh, Kelsey right, Grammer. Right. Bad boat movie, Baywatch, says BYU Freak. Oh, yeah. Cap'n says good boat movie, Jaws, bad boat movie, Titanic. Here, here, Cap'n. <laughs> Blake says good boat movie is some Tom Hanks flicks. Greyhound, Captain Thank Phillips, you. Castaway. Thank you. Although it's not really a... He's rescued by a boat. Castaway? Yeah. Yes, but Greyhound? Did you see Greyhound? No, not yet. You told me to. It's great. I was wait. That was going to be my sleeper answer. Blake says, bad boat movie, Battleship. Oh, yeah, but still fun movie. Uh, good boat movie, says Jake, is Wind. Never heard of it. Bad boat movie, Battleship. Ryan, good boat movie, Crimson Tide. Bad Titanic. Here, here, Ryan. Mm-hmm. We're out. We're outnumbering. You're you, outnumbering Ryan. me. But hey, I said it was a bad movie and a good movie. Ryan Moon says good boat movie Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Bad boat movie Waterworld. Uh huh. Scott with good answer. Good movie, boat movie Life of Pi. Oh yes, he oh, is. It's a phenomenal. With the tiger. Movie. Yeah. And the orangutan and. Mm-hmm. Bad boat movie, both the old and the new Overboard. Uh, Scott. No. The original. The original is brilliant. And then finally. Cody says, good boat movie, The Poseidon, the Poseidon Adventure from mm-hmm. 1972. Yep. Bad boat, me- bad boat movie, Ghost Ship, which I had totally forgotten about Ghost Ship. A horrible, horrible movie. Although the first scene where everyone gets sliced in half by a falling cable is pretty gross and you pretty like memorable. That? You like that? Uh, Cody says, it's terrible. My friends and I sat down to watch it and were laughing within 20 minutes. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the consensus. Can you name one actor? From that movie? No. Can't remember. I saw it in high school. That makes two of us. All right, there you go. Good and bad boat movies. Jungle Cruise in theaters now. Check it out. Let us know what you thought. Coming up next, we'll wrap up this week's edition of The Movie Zone with a From the Archives that I'm very, very excited about. Are you? I love this movie. Okay. We're going to talk about it next. Known, little known, and unknown facts about blank. Coming your way here on The Movie Zone. Now I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. You're locked on to the movie zone with Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. I want to be like you. Final segment this week here on the Movie Zone. I'm Austin Horton. He's Johnny Lightfoot. Our uh, lesson in music history soundtrack of the week. Louis Prima. You, of course, know this from The, the Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. Come on. 1967. Right? Uh, the, the original cartoon is what This we're was my to. favorite song when I saw it as a kid. I even liked the Christopher Walken version in the Did remake. You? Yeah, yeah. It's... It's a Louis Prima song. It's amazing. Right. Right. Of course. You can't go wrong. No. And I am so excited because this week's From the Archives, where we take a movie that's at least 10 years old and give you unknown, little known, and known facts about, mm-hmm. uh, we're focusing on 1967's The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book. And typically this summer, we've been doing the blockbusters. We will get back to that. But 
because of the Jungle Cruise, Disney, we've got to do the Jungle Book, right? Yes. The Jungle Book, 1967, directed by Wolfgang Reitherman. Heard of him? No, I haven't. You never hear name. People need to be called Wolfgang more. It's a great uh, name. I'm having a son this December. I don't think that name Wolfgang's will be on there. a great name. No, no, I don't know. Wolfie. Wolfie, there you go. Starring Phil Harris, Sebastian Cabet, Bruce uh, Reitherman, men, blah, blah, I don't know, sure. Yeah. Uh, Louis Prima, Sterling Holloway, Greg Sanders, J. Pat O'Malley, and Verna Felton, who was pretty much the only female talking part in this movie, and she was the elephant. Oh, she's not the snake? No. Oh, snake the, was yeah, a man. The snake is, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, did you mention Phil Harris? I think he skipped the No, legend. I said he was the first one. Yeah, Phil yeah. Harris, yeah. the legend, plays yep. Baloo. Yes. Now, Austin, 1967, this had a budget of $4 million in 67. That was wow. a lot of money. We ought to do the inflation calculation. And a that. worldwide gross of $205 million. A success. Wouldn't you agree? So $4 million budget, and how, what was the worldwide? 205 So $4 million in 1967... Uh, one million in 1967 is worth 7.8 million now. Okay. So we're talking 28 million for the budget. Yep. And 205 million. Too much math for me to do yeah. that. It's rated G and has a runtime, and I was shocked at this. Only a runtime of one hour and 18 minutes. Well, it's that's a classic yeah. cartoon. Yeah. Seems a little short, but still. It's perfect. Uh, as far as Rotten Tomatoes, there is no info on it. About what? Rotten Tomatoes on this. I know. What is wrong with you, Rotten Tomatoes? I do not know. Now, some of my favorite characters in this movie, Austin, were the vultures. The Remember? buzzards, yeah. The vultures. Weren't they great? Yeah. Well, the vultures were originally going to be voiced by Austin's favorite band, the Beatles. But the band's manager, Brian Epstein, approached Disney Studios about having the Beatles appear in the film, and Disney had its animators create the vultures specifically to be voiced by the band. But when Epstein took the idea to the Beatles, John Lennon said, Nope, not yep. going to do it. Yep. And told Epstein that Disney should hire Elvis Presley instead. <laughs> He'll take your money. The, right. The look of the vultures with their mop-top haircuts and Liverpool accents, however, are a homage to uh, to the Beatles. One bird's voice and features are clearly based on George Harrison, the way he acts and, and uh, speaks. When the Beatles departed the project, the song was rewritten by a barbershop quartet mm -hmm. to make yeah. it timeless. Uh, by the way, I found Rotten Tomatoes info on this. You did? What'd you yeah. find? 88% fresh, 82% audience. Good job. So. Good, good job. Yeah, it's the Beatles should have taken that, but John Lennon wasn't about the big machine. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Well, he was, but he wanted to pretend he wasn't. What's funny, though, is even though they're not part of the movie, everyone... Makes them part of the movie. You look at it and go, oh, yeah. that's the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Those birds are supposed Beatles. to be the Beatles. Yeah. So this was the 19th animated feature in Disney Animature and Animation Features canon. Does that make sense? No. The 19th animated feature in Disney's animated features. I see. So their 19th animated right. full-length film. It was the last to be personally supervised by Walt Disney and the last animated feature of the 1960s. Wow. The first Disney film to be released after his death in 1966, just prior to the theme's theatrical release, and this film was dedicated to his memory. Wow. I know, right? Uh, we got time for about one more. Okay, so uh, this was the most successful film released in Germany, Austin. Wow. 
with 27.3 million tickets sold during its theatrical run. Wow. And now The Jungle Book is by far one of my favorite all-time Disney movies. I love the story. I love the songs. As I mentioned, I love I Want to Be Like You. I thought it was just a great, fun song as a kid. I love everything about this movie, and I have a feeling you agree. It's timeless. And uh, I can't I can't believe I've j- I have not shown my three-year-old this movie. We're really? We're going to watch that today. Did they watch the uh, the newer version? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the live action? Yeah. The, well, the oh, CGI. She, yeah. They. I'm already speaking as if you have the second one. <laughs> uh, she does enjoy the, the live action, uh, and she'll, so she'll love the cartoon, obviously. Oh, yeah, of course. All right, that's it for this week's edition of The Movie Zone. We'll be back next week during Summer League. I know. Exciting. Basketball's back, baby. Cool things. Had the draft last night. Got Summer League coming up uh, this week, this next week, so... Very cool. I am going to take everything off next week except the movie zone. Are you really? Ever, I'm not working except the movie zone. Nice. I don't know if Lloyd knows that yet, but that's how it's going to be. I feel special. <laughs> you should. I'll come in just for the movie zone. Is it because I hosted it so badly by myself last time? No, you did a fine job. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you just making Larry, sure. You held yeah. down the fort great. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. It's that I I love the show and miss it. Uh, it's a fun show. I can take a break from the big show and get back to it and, but i can't take a break from this show and you deserve it so that'll be next week uh he's johnny i'm austin we'll see you uh then here on the movie zone